Are you an investigative professional? Did you know you can find the best private investigator resources using investigatorstoolbox.com? This resource community was built exclusively for licensed investigators and investigative professionals. You can network directly with members, educate yourself through free webinars and blogs, and even create your own customizable research library. Membership starts for as little as 49 cents a day. Download the Investigators Toolbox app or visit our webpage at www.investigators-toolbox.com. I want to talk to everybody today about scopenow.com. Scopenow has been a big time sponsor of this program for quite some time and I just love their service. I've been using them since the beginning. I'm one of their beta customers and it's been so awesome to see them grow into the business that they are today and just how they just keep reinventing themselves and pushing themselves to get more and more information. What it comes down to is, is Scope Now is a tool that you definitely need to use if you do social media investigations, any internet research, and really spending less time digging around and, and uh, looking for information. I think it's one of the best points of how Scope Now can help you. Their AI platform, their analytics are amazing. You really get an idea of what you need. You're reducing the time, you're reducing the manpower that you, you're spending on doing this research because they're essentially doing it for you and uh, they're doing it correctly, which is most important. One of the new things that they're actually offering is this flagging system where you can flag behaviors and really highlight and um, look out for fraud. If you're doing a lot of fraud research, uh, this is a fantastic tool and you can set up alerts. So you have uh, particular people that you're looking at, you can actually set up alerts to get notifications when the criteria that you set up is actually um, is flagged and goes off. It's really, uh, really amazing. And their relationship and association analytics are uh, top notch, really uh, cutting edge and really, really cool. When they brought that out on version three, it was a game changer. I mean, really being able to see how people interact together and, and uh, you know having that relationship you know, analysis is really, really something that's cool. You know, one of the other things about being involved with Scope Now is their ability to offer webinars. Their team is cutting edge on putting together and getting out really, really great content. If you're a member of Scope Now, if you know who they are, you've seen them around on LinkedIn, you'll you'll know that they're constantly doing webinars on these new websites that are coming out, and uh, they're really staying on top of it. And don't forget, uh, any reports that you generate, you can actually white label those reports put your own logos on and, and really make them look professional, which you know could equate to more billing for you as well. So check them out today. It's uh, www.scopenow.com. They're a great, great company. They should be one of the tools in your toolbox along with whatever kind of uh, search engines you do. Uh, you need to make sure that ScopeNow is a part of that suite. ScopeNow.com. Is a good case management system keeping you from taking your business to the next level? Crosstrax is the premier case management system for the investigative community. They're the only SOC 2 certified case management software available. Visit Crosstracks.com, tell them you're a listener, and save even more. Get a plan in place for the new year to grow your business to the next level. Welcome to PI Perspectives. We have a great show today. Bree Jones from Redline Forensics joins us to discuss how animations are used for litigation. This is a great tool that investigators can recommend for use on big cases. Bree is also a great resource for video enhancements. Let's jump right in with Bree Jones and your host, private investigator Matt Spare. 
And welcome everybody to this week's edition of PI Perspectives. This is Matt Spare, your host. Today, I have uh, the huge honor of welcoming uh, Bree Jones to the program. Bree, how are you? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for coming on. Redline Forensic Studios is the company that you work with, and you guys do some really neat stuff. And I, I wanted to have you on and just highlight all the different things and let the folks know out there that there's these types of services um, as an investigator, I can't tell you the amount of times I get calls on videos where they're looking for to blow up and get license plate numbers and all this other stuff. Yes. And it's a challenge, uh, but companies like, like yours do that kind of stuff. So tell me a little bit about you, your background and, and the company itself. Yeah. So I've been with Redline Forensic Studios and Delta V for goodness, going on five years. Okay. It'll be five years in August. I started as a project manager for Redline. And then I moved up to studio manager about a year ago. So, so what's your background? Like before you, you started working for them, what'd you go to school for or, or what got you into doing this stuff? Yeah. So I was a communications major and I focused in broadcast journalism. So my, my journey is pretty uh, interesting. Right after college, I actually worked for a local news station here in Charlotte. Um, and I was an editor and a producer on a morning show. Okay. And at the time I thought, you know, I'm going to be in local news and that's going to be, you know, my career. I spent about three years in that industry and discovered, eh, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> and then I moved on to uh, marketing and communications. I worked for a scent marketing company for several years, which was really cool and enlightening. And then I found the opportunity with Redline and Delta V and now I'm in a position where I get to lead the creative team and help build the brand and expand our influence on the industry. So sure, sure. What's the Great. difference between Redline and Delta V? Can you break it down for people? Yeah, absolutely. So Delta V is a forensic engineering firm. Uh, so the engineers there, they're mechanical engineers. They go out and get the data. They do analysis. And then Redline, we are the digital media group. So we actually take that data um, and then we create visualizations, which are used in mediation and trial um, to really help explain the complex scientific uh, ideas um, in very approachable ways, right? Gotcha. So seeing is, is kind of believing. You can have um, an experienced engineer up on the stand and testifying, and, and Delta V does that all the time, and they're brilliant at it. Um, but the great thing about visualizations is it really helps to kind of nail home the point. Like this is literally what happened and you can see it. Um, and it helps jurors just make a better informed decision. Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, if you want to take it a step further, right. The, you know, the, the whole thing of, of like seeing somebody in person, right. When you're interviewing somebody like via zoom, as opposed to just doing a, a, a phone conversation, just having that in person or, or on visual uh, yeah. experience, it, it adds so much, right. It's one of one of our senses, right? <laughs> we Absolutely. don't have to turn off. So I can totally see that, uh, that being a, a thing that actually adds value. Yeah. Um, so Delta, do they cover all around the country or are they specific just to the uh, North Carolina area? Yeah, Delta V, the engineering offices, uh, there's a location in Nashville, uh, here in Charlotte, North Carolina, Atlanta, Georgia, and Denver, Colorado. Wow. Okay. Um, so yeah. Mainly in the Southeast, but looking to expand and sure. grow our imprint. The great thing about uh, Redline is I mean, we're digital, right? Yeah. So we 
work with clients all over the country. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And I, you know, I had my first interaction with you probably maybe a year or so ago. Yeah. Um, and I, I'd post on one of the message boards, like, Hey, I got a video and you're trying to blow it up or look at some sort of image or something. Um, and everybody, I mean, I got so many responses. I think it was the NCISS or the Nally board. Uh-huh. Call Bree Jones, call Bree Jones. <laughs> <I'm> like, okay, <laughs> who is this Bree person? What is this red line? Right. And I got to say what I really appreciated about it is um, you couldn't help me, but you tried <laughs> to help me. Right? Oh yeah. And it was like one of those things like, okay, well, we'll take a stab at it and see what we can do. And, and, you know, it was, I knew very early on, you know, that it wasn't going to be anything. And mm. it, it's so unfortunate in these cases, because these are all motor vehicle cases. It's all, someone's usually dead or, or really, really injured. Mm. And, you know, it's like, oh, well, we got the smoking gun. We got the video and we're right. going to get our justice. We're going to figure out who it was. And it's like, okay, I need to see the letters on the side of the the 18 wheeler that just ran my guy over. And mm-hmm. it's like, sorry, the vehicle's going 40 something miles an hour. We can't figure it out. Yeah. Um, no, we're always eager to help, right? Um, eager to review the video and see what we can do. And, and we're just honest. If the video data is not there, it's not there. I think a lot of times clients think that, you know, there's a button that you can press. Yeah that says enhance and then everything just becomes crystal clear kind of like on a CSI. I think yeah, CSI has yeah. spoiled all of us. Um, TV shows kill everything. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, sometimes quite frankly, again, the video data is not there. Um, but when it is, it, it's amazing. And we're able to, you know, really help an investigation, yeah. which is rewarding for us for sure. It's, it's really a game changer. You know, it, like I said, like these cases are usually, big ticket items, they're big things, you know, that potentially liability wise are, are huge. And if you can connect those dots, like a video says a thousand words, you know, just yeah. in images, right? Um, yeah. I had a case I worked on many, many years ago. I mean, this is before I even started my business where uh, there were the, these guys that were protesting and they, they, there's a question whether or not they had a permit or the right to protest. And mm. and uh, the police didn't like the fact that they were there and they're making too much noise and they told them to, to beat it and they didn't leave. And these guys beat the tar, <laughs> the cops oh, beat the tar wow. out of these guys. Oh, man. And um, yeah, there had been a, um, a salsa concert that was taking place. And there were a lot of people that had video cameras with them. Now I'm talking, yeah. this was in the mid nineties. So it wasn't oh, wow. digital. It was the, okay, yeah, the, I got something on my shoulder or got something. The Zach Morris. Yeah. Exactly. I gotcha. Right. So <laughs> we had all these independent videos of these poor folks getting tuned up by the police. And, um, it was interesting because I, you know, like I said, I wasn't in business yet. I, I was working for an attorney and it was my job to play that video over and over and over again during a three week trial. Uh, yeah. and what was really interesting on it is there, there weren't heavy injuries. The, the, mm. the worst injury was a fractured nose. Right. And it was all civil rights and, and, you know, false imprisonment and all this other mm. stuff. And that video was so impactful. And uh, I didn't know you at the time, but I had used somebody to, to clean it up and slow it down and, and really pinpoint what we needed to do. And it was such a game changer um, oh, yeah. in making that impression. And <clears throat> it was an $81 million verdict. For oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was set aside and turned over as it should have been. It was excessive, yeah. um, but it was so interesting to be a part of that and seeing how video has that. And now it's not just video, it's animation. So tell me a little bit about, about all that and how that works. 
Yeah. Um, so animation, I would say, is definitely our premier service line, uh, for sure. Um, we really enjoy, again, taking recon data um, and turning it into basically an event recreation to mm. really show whether it's a mediation audience or a jury exactly what happened. Um, our animations are technically sound. We use drone data, um, scan data, so the accuracy is there. Um, and yeah, we we just really feel like it's the most powerful tool that anyone can leverage um, in their case because you literally take the viewer, the audience uh, into the scene. Um, a lot of times we take the viewer into the driver's seat, right? This is what it looks like in the passenger vehicle when they were approaching a tractor trailer. Mm -hmm. um, and that's just like super, super important when you're really trying to communicate these complex ideas to people and you're really trying to communicate the sequence of events. I mean, again, you could talk about it and you could put up, you know, diagrams all day, but it's, it's the visuals and the moving images that are really going to captivate people and really tell that story in a, in a really compelling way. Yeah. Our brains are mush. <laughs> it's like everybody needs, to, we need to see things. It's just, uh, you know, the nature of, of all this technology that we're getting blitzed with. Absolutely. Um, there, there's real truth to it. Right. So if, if yeah. somebody's serving on a jury, you know, and that's really what you're thinking about, right. How are you going to captivate and, and keep this person interested in understanding everything that happened and making a fair and balanced, um, opinion, right. Yeah. Maybe a visual will, will sway somebody's opinion on things because that's just the way their mind works, right? They need to see it and not imagine it, right? Seeing is believing. Yeah. Seeing is believing. Um, and again, I mean, we take pride in this. I mean, everything that we do um, is admissible, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's based on the facts. We're using the, the data from the engineers. Um, and again, we're just really laying it out there um, so it's crystal clear to anyone who's watching. Right. Um, this is what happened. Yeah. And there's no, there's no paid actor disclaimer on the bottom of your video. No, when it's running, right? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I mean, such a cool tool. And I, I think as, as investigators, sometimes we don't realize that these tools are out there and, yeah. you know, I, I encourage folks that, that are running their, their own business that, that deal with attorneys you know, to consider this as, as one of the tools that they can offer. Uh, I'm sure you get plenty of work from, from investigators, right? Yeah. Usually uh, when we work with investigators, it is video cleanup and enhancement. I mean, typically it's like you mentioned before, Hey, this license plate is blurry. Can you make it out? Um, we've worked on cases where, you know, Hey, there's a shooting that was caught on camera. There's this incident caught on camera. We want to bring out all the details so we can see all the key players and really hone in on what they're doing when, um, but occasionally, yeah, an investigator will say, you know what, i see the power in an animation. Let me get you all the pertinent information and all the details and let's put this together, you know, chronologically, let's mm. put this together so we can recreate the event. And again, just show people what happened. Um, I think investigators realize it's a super powerful tool. Of course, not every case warrants an animation, um, but when one does, you know, you leverage that and it works in, to your advantage. Mm -hmm. So is this something where your product is typically only viewed at trial or is it something maybe that 
an attorney will produce and, and give over to an, an adjuster or something like that and say, hey, this is what we're going with here. And we feel pretty strongly about this stuff. Have you ever seen that happen or is it more just yeah. during trial? Absolutely. I mean, there's a few different venues um, for animations and it really kind of depends on the case and uh, where the case is and, and litigation. Mm-hmm. Um, many times our clients will use our animations and mediations, you know, because they're looking to settle. Right. Mm-hmm. And they really just want to say, you know what, again, here are the basic facts. We're going to watch it. We're going to play it through. We're going to show it from the driver's view from this angle. Let's talk about this. You know, sure. let, let's get a negotiation going. Sometimes even it's before the the mediation process, it's we want to be able to visualize our data Mm -hmm. and visualize the facts of the case. So we are all on the same page and we kind of know what's next, right? What's what do we do now, now that we've seen literally seen everything. So um, it's a powerful tool and it can be used in many different scenarios. For sure. So when you're talking about data points and, and using drones and things like that, do you go with eyewitness testimony as well? Statements? Oh, absolutely. Um, we rely heavily on the drone and the scan data for sure. But a lot of times we will incorporate witness statements, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that's, again, very powerful. I mean, you have someone who is there or who was there at the incident who knows what happens. Sure. Um, it's good to to you know, bring their perspective to the table. And many, many times that is appropriate. Yeah. So we'll incorporate that as well. Right. So do you usually show like different versions or maybe different angles on, on a particular production or is it just, uh, here's the one, one thing we're going with and, uh, like, what does that look like? Yeah, we, we definitely, um, we try to be as dynamic as possible. Um, and it's really good to be able to incorporate a few different views. Typically, we start off with like an overhead view to just kind of orient the viewer. You know, this is the scene, right? Get everybody kind of settled in on that. And then, yeah, a lot of times we will take people um, into the vehicle so yeah. they can see what the driver saw. Um, if there's a pedestrian involved, we'll literally show a camera angle so that the viewer, you know, feels like they're, pedest- they're the pedestrian walking across the street. Yeah. Um, with the technology that we use, we can really execute any angle. It's really about choosing the best angle to tell the story in a succinct way, right? Mm-hmm. Because we could get super crazy, but we really, you know, there's a goal in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times what we do when we're planning out an animation is we actually storyboard. So some of your viewers, I'm sure they're familiar <laughs> wow. with Pixar and yeah, that's, that's right, DreamWorks. So we really are getting into literally mapping out our shots um, before we even start the production process. And what that allows us to do is to kind of bring that storyboard to all the stakeholders, right? right. The engineer, the attorney, the adjuster, everybody. And let's say this is the story. This is how we believe we should tell the story. This is how this is really going to help your case. Mm-hmm. And here are the various camera angles that we want to use to execute and achieve that goal. Do you use a, like a Buzz Lightyear and Woody as placeholders? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, we don't. <laughs> It'd be embarrassing if you leave it in there by accident. Yeah. Can you imagine? Oops. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. But uh but yeah, no, storyboarding um, is really powerful. Awesome. Again, it, it just, it literally kind of sets the stage for what's to come after. Yeah. yeah. So like when you go out to the scene there, is it one of these things where you're using um, 
like laser measurements and you're doing a whole grid system to get everything like pinpointed? Yeah. So the engineers at Delta V, they are thorough investigators themselves. Um, they do use drones. They use laser scan data or laser scanners rather. Um, and the laser scanners, I believe, get down to like millimeter accuracy, like super, right. super detailed. Right. Um, they also use uh, GPS devices as well. Um, obviously, they take loads and loads of pictures um, and we're actually able to take all of that, those, those uh, images and data, and then we're able to literally recreate the environment, um, create accurate models of the vehicles involved. Um, and if there's some pedestrians involved as well, we you know, rely really heavily on photos and uh, information from the accident reports. Wow. So yeah, that technology that the engineers use out in the field really enable us on the creative side to create the visualization that's super accurate and compelling and again tells the story yeah it's really cool i think we're gonna jump out and take a break real quick but when we come back i want to hear more about this this is really fascinating and uh just the whole process of how this all comes together and yeah. um you know what maybe we can go into some examples and and things like that so everybody sit tight and we'll be right back the creative professionals of Redline Forensic Studios come to work every day with one goal in mind, to create credible and compelling visuals that help you win tough cases. Redline services, such as video enhancement and animation, are the critical assets you need to leverage your case. Visit the website today at redlineforensic.studio. That's redlineforensic.studio. NCISS Hit the Hill is coming. This year, the event will be virtual. Are you interested in learning how to reach out to your senators and congressmen or women? Join this virtual event on May 16th and 17th. Visit NCISS.org to learn more. Get involved in the future of our industry today. Check out the PI Institute of Education at PIinstitute.com. Since 1989, Kelly Riddle has been teaching on subjects such as surveillance, nursing home investigations, insurance fraud, domestic investigations, hidden assets, and accident scene investigations. The PI Institute of Education is a featured learning partner in the investigatorstoolbox.com. So check out the free content on the site, then visit the Institute for more great savings on additional classes. Check out the latest issue of PI Magazine available online or via hard copy. Visit PIMagazine.com to learn more. And welcome back to PI Perspectives. This is Matt Sperry, your host. We are here today with Bree Jones. Bree, welcome back to the program. Thank you. Happy right. to be back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Redline Forensic Studios and Delta mm -hmm. V. We're talking about animations. We're talking about video and uh, just helping people understand that this technology out there, what it can do and... Uh, you know, what it's all about. So let's talk about um, some examples uh, recently. And I, I know you, um, when we were on break, you said there were a couple that came to mind. So let's talk about uh, some of the, the victories that you guys had uh, recently. Yeah. So uh, we had the privilege of producing an animation and a narrative video for a client of ours, a plaintiff attorney. Um, the case involved a passenger vehicle and a tractor trailer, and then also a lumber yard. Um, in the lumber yard, uh, there were some employees at the lumber yard that 
were kind of parking illegally. Mm-hmm. So when the tractor trailer was trying to make the left turn, really couldn't see oncoming traffic because of where the cars were parked. Right. Um, and this passenger vehicle that had a family um, was traveling down the road, observing the speed limit. Um, the tractor trailer, you know, was making that left turn. And unfortunately, they collided. Um, and one of the young ladies that was in the passenger vehicle suffered several, several injuries. Um, and our visualization, we kind of highlighted, okay, the passenger vehicle is observing the speed limit. That's great. The tractor trailer, they're easing out. They're trying to see oncoming traffic, but it's really, really difficult because again, these cars are kind of illegally parked in front of this lumber yard. Um, So we took viewers, literally we did like a fly through shot where viewers could see the scene and every single visual obstruction that was there, whether it was the lumber itself, uh, these vehicles that are kind of in almost in the roadway. So we showed all of that. And then we cut to a shot inside of the tractor trailer um, and the viewer could literally see, you know, how difficult it is to actually see. um, Because they're editing and and, and (laughs) creating content. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, because I mean, that's what happened, you know, and and the tractor trailer, you know, he's inching out and he thinks he's in the clear and then he actually, you know, goes for it. And then, Unfortunately, they collide. So we were able to to show all of that. And then another really powerful tool, we had uh, the accident reconstruction expert um, actually appear on camera and really talk through the facts of the case. Um, And then we kind of stitched in uh, images from our animation to really, again, tell the story. We even incorporated... uh, you talked about this earlier, but we incorporated witness statements and we mm-hmm. incorporated even statements from employees at the lumber yard where even the employees complained, like, you know, I wish my coworkers, my fellow coworkers wouldn't, you know, park so close to the road. It, it's difficult to see. Right. Um, so we, we used all of those assets and we packaged it together. And then our client, the plaintiff attorney was able to use that video in mediation and he was mm-hmm. able to, to settle for his client. It was That's a amazing. Success. Your, your television background is is coming to light here, right? This is like yeah. a mini 2020. Yeah, that <laughs> inner producer, yeah. yeah. It's Barbara Walters, for crying out loud. <laughs> That's really yeah. cool. Yeah, but that kind of storytelling, um, it really resonates with yeah. people, you know? Yeah. Again, I mean, it, people, they can really really understand and appreciate everything that's happened right. um, in the incident. And then they, you know, really empathize, right? They empathize with that, that passenger vehicle driver that again, was just observing the traffic laws and minding their business. And then this tragic, you know, accident happens and it changes their entire life. You know, people really connect with that, especially when they can see that for themselves. Yeah. The visual aspect of that, I I can, I can totally see that, uh, you know, being something that, uh, that that really goes a a long way. Absolutely. Um, Was there ever, uh, so there ever a case or something that kind of surprised you uh, that you worked on where you're like, wow, okay. I didn't, didn't expect that to happen that way, but apparently it did. Yeah. Um, if you can talk about it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, each case is a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly when I, when I first 
joined the company and I was completely new to the industry, I, I had to adjust to the fact that, you know, there's some sensitive images that you're going to yeah. see, especially when you look at all the file material that comes from not only the accident reconstruction expert and the investigators, but um, law enforcement, right? The first responders, they're on scene. They have to take all of the pictures yeah. of everything, um, no matter how gruesome they can be. Oh, man. That was I, I've seen quite the things. adjustment. Yeah. 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 I've seen some things. I'm like, man, I wish I didn't watch that. Yeah, uh, I mean, one of the more interesting things I'm of a certain age, we don't need to get into but uh, there was a time when when folks like there was no digital, right? So folks were using regular cameras. And uh, I found a lot of law enforcement weren't really trained on, you know, how to what f stop was and, and all this stuff, right? So you'd have these nighttime accidents, and they go out with their, their camera, and they're taking photos and you, you get the images and it's just gray yeah <laughs> like nothing you're like oh man that sucks yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, it's like uh, where's the white balance yeah yeah, yeah. now everything's uh, you know iso instead right so it's it's completely different and uh it's a little yeah. more forgiving uh mm -hmm. and but you know it's so interesting because i think animation probably takes the same angle um I, in fact i know it does is telling stories right so the man who trained me how to do photography always mm -hmm. said you know context you know, have your photos tell a story. If you're having a jury look at something, don't go all over the place with how you're taking your photos, like follow a structure, Absolutely. you know, plaintiff view, defendant view, uh, 360 degree view of the area, you know, any video cameras, witness vantage point, things like that. Yeah. Um, and it, I feel like the animation probably follows the same narrative, right? You, you've got that idea where you want to you want to tell a story and now look, you can put video in and, and statements and do all this other crazy stuff. It's, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, again, you want your viewer to understand everything, right? But you don't want to overwhelm, mm -hmm. right? And you want to take the guesswork out of anything or everything really. You just want to put it in front of them and let them absorb it and make the best decision. And yeah, again, you could use all the photos and all the different camera angles, but there really is um, a technique um, involved when it comes to choosing the right shots at the right time yeah. and having the right frame up for the right amount of time. I mean, that literally is uh, storytelling. I'm sure yeah. there's a science to it. I mean, you got to be careful not to make it look like a Quentin Tarantino movie either. Right? Yeah. So. You know, it's like, you don't want to be too cinematic, right? Yeah, because these yeah. are real people. Yeah. Um, and real events. Yeah. Um, but the cool thing is when we want to get cinematic, uh, we can do marketing content and we can put it up on YouTube, but yeah, there you go, right? get it out of your system. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get it out of your system. Now. Let, let, yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, you always want to be just hyper aware of your audience, mm -hmm. um, at every turn. So. Yeah. so, um, what's the typical turnaround time on this when you get hired to do something to actual doing, you know, getting, getting the production out there? Like when should someone be calling you to do this? Yeah. So it's a process. Um, I would say, you know, certainly a plaintiff attorney or even a defense attorney, if they know they're going into mediation um, and they really want to make a point um, mm -hmm. during that settlement negotiation, um, you know, get your ducks in a row and it's a great time to get a team like ours involved. Um, 
the actual animation production process itself, it varies, you know, depends on the data that we're working with. And of course we collaborate with the experts. So we wanna make sure the analysis is fully executed and nailed down. Right. Um, but yeah, it could take anywhere from a few weeks to, you know, a month and a half. It really just kind of depends on the scope of work and project. Right. Um, but the great thing about my team um, we're dedicated to, you know, keeping everybody in the loop every step of the way, every time we hit a milestone, mm -hmm. um, you know, we bring again, all the stakeholders in, um, just to make sure we're, we're still on the same page. And right. the biggest thing for us is, you know, again, our animations are technically sound. I mean, that's what we hang our hat on. So right. we always want to make sure that if there's being, you know, changes being made to the analysis on the expert side, we just want to make sure that that's reflected in our visualization. So it's collaborative process, um, a lot of back and forth, but at the end of the day, once it's done and then the attorney client gets to leverage it mm -hmm. um, at mediation or in trial, and then they get a win, we're happy. Right. Yeah. Um, so um, I would, I would say like um, a question actually I had, I had, how long is each particular video? That varies too. Um, typically I would say you're looking at probably a couple of minutes. Mm -hmm. um, you definitely want to, again, get that, that first shot where you kind of set the scene with the aerial view. A right. lot of times you do want to take people into either the, the vehicles um, literally so they can get that driver's perspective. And then we do like to incorporate um, pertinent information like speed and perception response time and braking, right? So you'll see some pauses and different things. Um, so you're looking at, you know, probably anywhere from a minute to three minutes, just kind of depending on, on the project. Right. Now, do you do animations for like men mal cases and, and like body parts and, and showing where things are done too, or is it more just accent type stuff? Of two. Um, we are certainly poised to do that, um, especially when we think about Delta V, um, our sister company, um, as they look to expand their biomechanical department right. and biomechanical engineering department. Um, we look forward to being able to, to produce some of those medical illustrations, if you yeah. will. Yep. Um, our bread and butter right now um, by and large, uh, is accident reconstruction animations. Sure. Um, but really, because we are taking data and pertinent information to create visualizations, um, we can animate anything. Right. I mean, it could be a workplace injury. It could be, you know, medical malpractice. It could be kind of a crime scene recreation. I mean, we could literally do anything. We have the talent and the technology to to literally animate anything. So do you ever do with 3D stuff or no? Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, our animations mostly are, are 3D animations for sure. Especially you when you talk about- hand out the glasses about... to the jury. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure they give them back. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Um, don't take those home. No, most of our animations are actually 3D uh, animations, especially when you talk about putting someone in the driver's seat so they can see that driver's view. Um, all of that is, is 3D. So, so here's yeah. the next generation. You got to go 4D and start 
having like wind and, and wind <laughs> and, and water aroma and on scent. Your... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's in the works. We're working That's on that. The future. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So for somebody sure. patent that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so what would you suggest to the, the everyday investigator um, who gets a phone call from an attorney saying, hey, do you know an expert or, or, you know, we have this really big accent that we want you to work on. Like, you know, I always preach like, you know, know all the tools that are out there and upsell whenever you can. Um, mm. So how would you suggest uh, the everyday investigator approach this to, to keep it in the back of their head? Yeah, I would definitely say um, align yourself with, uh, an expert, you know, someone who can get out to the scene and really uh, thoroughly collect all of the data, right? Um, because that's going to just, again, make the visualization, if it gets to an animation, it's going to yeah. make that even more um, sound technically. Um, so align yourself with a very capable expert. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I would also say it's okay if you don't know exactly what you want in an animation. A lot of times um, investigators or attorneys or experts, they have an idea um, because they know the the facts of the case. But really a team like ours, Redline Forensic Studios, we really are there to help tell your story or tell your client's story. So once you have all the information, you can feel pretty good about giving it over to our team. And again, we'll work together to iron out all the details and and get that product. That's really, really going to help in the end. So that's one thing you touched on a good point here and I'll hammer it home for you. Like as an investigator, knowing how to do those measurements and knowing how to do those things, right? Cause a lot of times the attorney will, will call you up and they'll say, okay, I just pick this case up or go sign this case up and mm-hmm. do all the site work on it. It's, it's crazy. Like, knowing what an engineer or an animator may need uh, going forward as you go out to the site, it you're going to save the attorney a lot of money. <laughs> you're probably going to make yourself yeah. more money because you're spending more time out there doing things. Yeah. And it's just, it's a better work product, right? So whenever I have these big cases, I always try and go in and approach it like an engineer. Now I'm not an engineer. I can't testify of having engineering experience, but I've right. done enough of these workups and been in enough discovery and inspections and seeing these engineers do what they do, I kind of have a sense of what's important and what's not important. Yeah. And that's the way I approach it. So I would suggest that if you do this type of work and you're going out, you're doing field work, keep in the back of your mind that this could lead potentially to animation later on and what is important for that and making sure that you're documenting that early on. I think that's probably the the angle to take there, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, as many pictures as you could, you know, take. Um, in yeah. context, though, you got to tell the story. Yes, in context. <laughs> uh, take take the lens off first. You know, no, right. all that. don't take a picture of the bird up in the tree. It's pretty, right? Don't do that. Right, you know, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's. I think it's fair to say, you know, think about how this would look in the end, right? Yeah. You don't want holes in your investigation, so try to gather as much information as possible, and then if you think that an animation might be appropriate, um, as soon as you get to that point, align yourselves with a group like ours and we can, you know, even advise on what type of pictures and, 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 and imagery would, would be best for the visualization. You know, we're happy to consult yeah. on that stuff too. Yeah. You can really, you know, hedge it to your advantage. If you understand that, you know, collecting these points are going to give you a better work product and it's going to, it's going to, 
you know, make the attorney call you again and, and, and do all that stuff. And a lot of times, like one of the challenges we have is as field of downstairs going out there is they don't know who the responsible parties are yet. They don't know what type mm. of insurance coverage is there yet. So yeah. they're not, they don't want to send the engineer out right away because that's, that's a big ticket item, you know, or they don't want to hire the animator right away because they don't know if there's a budget behind it there. But if you yeah. can collect the data points that'll make it happen later on, you're now part of the team, right? You want to be part of the team. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Um, and, you know, you're right. I mean, that's an excellent point. The great thing about technology is, you know, we can use historical imagery too, like sources like Google yeah. and things like that. Even if we're look, just trying to map out just a preliminary look, first look of, of the scene, yeah. um, we could always use that as well. So there's a solution somewhere, you know, yeah. we just got to collaborate and put our heads together. Yeah, it used to be there were... Um, it was a service where they would go out and fly a plane over a specific oh. area if you wanted to get aerials. Oh, um, nice. <laughs> I, and a buddy of mine rented a helicopter once, you know, to, just to go up and, and it was a big case. The attorney was willing to pay for it. And and he's got a picture of himself, like a skyline of uh, skyline of Manhattan, just hanging out the side of a helicopter. <laughs> with his Very camera. nice. I was like, <laughs> did you really need to do that? Or you, did you just want the photo to put up in your office? Matt, but, he really needed to do that. <laughs> really needed to do it, right? I'm like, it just, you had your harness on, right? It was good. Right. Yeah. But, uh, well, Brie, we're going to wind down here. This was really, really awesome. Uh, thank you so yeah. much for coming on and just, uh, you know, teaching us a little bit about what this is and just uh, understanding that the it's there, it's available. We should be trying to upsell it and uh, make it a part of our toolbox uh, of, of services that are available. So how do folks get a hold of you if they have any questions? Yeah, so you can give us a call. Um, we're also on social media, LinkedIn, Instagram. Sure. Uh, got a great looking website. Um, so yeah. I hope All so. The normal animators. channels, <laughs> right? Yeah. I think there better be movement on your side. Yeah. It's just yeah. Some <laughs> site you got a problem. Someone's going to get fired. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, no, our landing page will just take you in. Um, but yeah, we're we're around. Uh, give us a call. Give us a shout, um, and we're happy to help. Great. And we'll have your contact information in the show notes. Um, so everybody, thanks for tuning in. Uh, this was a very informative, great episode. Thank you again, Bree. And uh, we'll catch everybody next week on the next episode. Take Thank care. you. What a great tool that is available for accident reconstruction. Make sure you reach out to Bree and her team if you need assistance. We want to thank her for coming on and teaching us about this. We'd also like to thank Crosstracks, Redline Forensics, Scope Now, PI Institute of Education, and NCISS for sponsoring the show. Please support these great supporters. Now, have you thought about joining Investigators Toolbox? Now's the time to get on board and join the fastest growing digital community for investigative professionals. Just use code PIP201836 to save 10% on membership. If you have a question or a comment about the show, email Matt at MatthewS at SatellitePI.com. You can also find him on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. We want your feedback to bring you the best shows possible. And we'll be back next week with a new show. So make sure you tune in and stay safe out there.